0: Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're doing well. For today's part two of Adventures in Wellness, a series I started last week, I am sitting on some steps on the edge of San Francisco's Portsmouth Square. Portsmouth Square is commonly referred to in San Francisco as Chinatown's living room. It's just on the edge of Chinatown. It's a park and right now it's a sunny afternoon and it's just full of people and some live music is being played. And it's really where people from Chinatown who in general live in small apartments, often several people to a room come to socialize and live their lives out in the open. They're here this afternoon playing cards. Like I said, some people are playing music and a number of them are exercising. And that's what I want to talk about. You know, (laughs) In the last few weeks, at the time I'm recording this, China's gotten a lot of negative press because of the virus that is sweeping that nation and also spreading around the world—the uh, coronavirus. But I want to kind of gear that conversation, or take a break from that conversation, to some of the good things I learned in China about health and wellness. Because, you know, that that epidemic aside. It's a very healthy country. There are so many healthy habits that you just witness out in the open in places like Portsmouth Square here in San Francisco where so much of the culture is imported from China. And exercise and socializing while exercising is a big one. And it's something that struck me when I was in China. I remember in the big cities in Beijing and Shanghai, early in the morning you would see people out on the streets Sometimes in really large groups, all lined up in rows, dancing or doing Tai Chi or using fans to, to exercise, like big big foldable fans, they'd be doing like some ancient Chinese dance movements with fans and other props, but it was definitely a part of the culture every morning for people to go out in groups, large and small, and then sometimes individually just to go out and practice chai chi, or some sort of other martial art, or just move around. And you see people of all ages doing this, but particularly, and this is what I'm always noticing here in San Francisco, it's particularly elderly people who seem to be the most committed to making exercise a priority and making it something they do every single day. And it's really inspiring. It makes you realize that you know, what the kinds of exercise they're doing, it's not like hardcore jogging or weightlifting. It's not CrossFit or anything very intense. It's gentle movements that keep the whole body moving, but they do it consistently, like I said, every single day. And over time, that has cumulative benefits. When I went to China, I realized that I was going about exercise sometimes it's all wrong in the sense that I was thinking about short-term fitness goals and how I was going to look if I did a certain kind of exercise. And that, sure, it has some, some benefits if you set goals that way. But really, where the Chinese have it right is it's a lifelong practice and it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be expensive. Everybody out here, they're not paying for their exercise. They, they do it in groups for free. And it's just a a social event that you can do in a park or on a sidewalk and it costs absolutely no money. And again, the point is it's cumulative. It's not so much what people are doing, it's the fact that they're just out there doing it. And they're not shy about it. They don't wear any particular exercise clothes. They're in their street clothes. They have comfortable shoes on. You notice a lot of the women, they wear hats to protect their skin. Um, They're in comfortable clothes, but it's not like there's a difference between their workout gear and and what they wear to the park after it's over with because it's not like an overly sweaty, intense thing. They can go about their day and and do their shopping and go listen to music. A lot of them right now are playing cards. The, The bulk of the exercise is over with because it's the afternoon. But if I were here in the morning, this whole park would be full of people exercising. And it leads me to wonder what the United States would be like if people were more prone to going out and exercising every day in whatever public space they had. Or not even public. I mean, you will see people in China, like literally on a sidewalk with traffic going by, doing their exercise. What also strikes me too is that these older people, it's really hard to tell how old they are. I have a group of people behind my office. I, my, I work not too far from Chinatown, and it's ma- mainly older women, a couple of older men, but I would say most of them are in their 80s if I had to guess, and they so, show absolutely no signs of slowing down because they're just uh, they're out there moving, and they're 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 blending it into their everyday life in a very seamless and kind of a joyful way it's also a mental exercise along with being a physical exercise. I can really see the the mental engagement. Like right now, I'm looking at a group of people of different ages and they're just sitting on a bench, just hanging out. And the oldest woman in the group, she just stood up just a second ago and she started swinging her arms and stretching a little bit. That's something you'll see too, is that even though the formal exercise time is over with, people seem to know that it's important to move the body throughout the day and to keep stretching and moving and keep that blood circulating. So yeah, you'll see people like mid-conversation stop and and start exercising (laughs) in just little bursts. And I think that's something that we can all learn from. Where can you add more stretching or more movement into your life? How can you take the space you have and turn it into an exercise space? Particularly if you don't live near a lot of gyms, or um, it's, if it's inconvenient to get to the gym. How can you just blend in exercise to your day, into your day, so it's not such a big ordeal getting there, getting changed, go, you know, going to a little locker room and all that? Um, if you do more of it. you exercise more in lots of bursts throughout the day or in long sessions but gentle sessions, it all counts, every bit of it. If you live near a Chinatown, and there are Chinatowns all over the, the world, I do encourage you to go from time to time and let some of the healthy habits sink into your memory because it's really inspiring. It's definitely inspired me and it's definitely helped me think more creatively and more long-term about the benefits of what I'm doing. I don't particularly love really hard exercise, but um, I love yoga and I love Pilates and I I just love to walk and just get out and move or dance. And when you look at it as a lifelong practice versus something that you're trying to to get some sort of short-term gain out of, first of all, you're more likely to continue with it. And second of all, The cumulative effects are so great and you are likely to see the wonderful benefits of it decades from now. If you're young and if you're older, your life will be lengthened, most likely, or at least made to be more comfortable because you've moved your joints, you've moved your muscles, you've stretched, and you've made moving your body just a daily priority. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Beautiful Baggage. Again, if you'd like coaching around health and wellness issues and trying to find different ways of thinking about it, um, different practices for getting out of mental ruts that keep you stuck, please contact me at stephanie at yourbeautifulbaggage.com or come over to my website, yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Again, don't forget the your. And let me know you're interested in what coaching has to offer. And we can set up a time to talk and I can tell you about some of my programs. All right, I'm off to get some dim sum because some of the best dim sum restaurants in the United States are right in this area. And I'll walk it off by walking home and feeling inspired by the people I've seen here today. I will see you next time. Cheers. Bye.